You know what I got watched by the gayest thing that I've watched all year since we're kind of doing a recap of yeah, gay yeah. shit? Yeah. Uh, was the, this American Horror Story. Okay. That the whole season was took place in the 80s at like the peak of the AIDS crisis. I don't know if you caught this or whatever, but it's like I a see. totally gay uh, characters in it. I'm trying to think if I saw that one or not. Is that like the most recent season? It, it's uh, if you look at the picture that it has for it, it shows a like a dude, Marilyn Manson kind of dude. I did the see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched this. Yeah, and I got sucked into that. It was really weird. It was trippy. Yeah, it had like a dude that looked like um, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Like he he was this uh, S and M guy that like right. had the 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 bondage mask on and the things and he looked like hulking like he was from the desert warriors of the mad max movies and he's going around killing people and it was kind of spooky and right, right i, I right. know it, did you watch it i did watch it yeah yeah and and they they were trying to make the characters look all 80s out and stuff with the with the headbands and the <laughs> There was a weird scene where, well, that uh, that had um, the one guy from the dudes that go to White Castle. Um, oh, Harold and Kumar. Harold and Kumar. Harold Kumar. Remember, my girlfriend thought that was the name of the <laughs> right. Harold. Oh, Harold Kumar's Harold in this. Harold Kumar's in this. Nice. Um, yeah, but that guy actually is. He plays like the the police chief on this season, which he's not gay. His character's not gay, but it was weird because at this one point. They were interrogating this one guy, and he wasn't talking. They go, "Okay, you're not going to talk." And then all of a sudden, this gay like cowboy. It looked like that. Uh, it looked like the cowboy that walks around the naked cowboy in Las Vegas or something. Right. <laughs> comes running out, and all he's wearing is a jock strap, and his ass is hanging out. He runs up and slaps the shit out of this guy out of nowhere. It was really, really weird. Like, what? The police department has a dude that just sits there waiting to come out. <laughs> Gay smack somebody around. Yeah, dude. There's, there's a weird. There's a lot of weird shit that's out there on TV. Like, have you watched? And I know we're just rambling here, but have <laughs> you watched this show, um, The Peripheral, on Amazon? Amazon Prime. No. This show, the premise is good, but the presentation is a bit tough. So, it's it's you kind of like um, it's it's this girl and this guy. And they, it's set in the future, but only a few years in the future. It's not like 50 years in the future. It's like five years in the future or something. Okay. And they wear this headset. And when they wear this headset, they transfer themselves to another dimension. Mm. And um, they're in this other dimension and it, and it creates, there's like a whole other universe going on. And they're like fighting crime and shit like this. But somehow, some way, the other dimension has bled into the current dimension. Mm. And they have all kinds of weird shit going on with like invisible cars. And <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But at the same time, then they, they again with the social justice shit, uh. they start wedging that into some of the plots. And it's like, you know, it's like social justice John Wick. It's like, I don't want to watch that. I just want to watch John Wick. Just, just let me see each other beating each other's ass. That's what I want. I like when they have like cars racing other cars and the car turns invisible and they run into it and they're dead because they didn't see the car coming and they hit it at like 90 miles an hour or whatever to stopped car. You know, oh, I did like, you see, I like did that. Did you see uh, Nope? 
No. Nope. Oh, oh man, that that's, that's really good. What's nope. It on? You might have to actually rent it or something. I don't even okay. know if it's like, but I actually I saw it on Delta Airlines for anybody traveling. Okay. Uh, in the near future, it's on there, and that's where I first watched it. And I was it's it's like a a unique UFO movie, uh -huh. and it's from the Peel Brothers. If you've okay. seen any of their stuff, they're similar to like the M Night Shyamalan, yeah, yeah, plot yeah. twisty kind of movies. Sure. And this one is a really cool UFO. Kind of takes place uh, out in the boonies of uh, in the desert somewhere in like a rural uh, spot, and it's cool, man. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, nope. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. Nope. I'll tell you one I said nope to, even though I watched it like a dummy. But I'll tell everybody this one, so they say nope to it. They them on Peacock. Ugh. Ugh. I should have known. I mean, I should have known. It's called they them. It's obviously pronouns. Are those, pronouns? Obviously... Are those supposed to be pronouns? Yeah. Or... Yes. I should have known. I only watched it. I don't... This is just bare bones truth. Kevin Bacon is usually good. He's rarely awful. I mean, I, I honestly can't think of another movie that he's ever been in where I walked away thinking he's terrible. Mm -hmm. I can't think of one. And then the other star of the movie is a guilty pleasure and a half of mine. Anna Klumsky, who was, mm. she was in my girl, obviously with Macaulay Culkin when she was like okay. 10 or whatever. No, that's not when I had the guilty pleasure crush on her, but she was in that show veep with um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh, right. Okay. And she's, she is Chris Aiken perfect. She's like 5'2, giant tits, beautiful face. She really grew up pretty and perfect, just perfect in my world. And she was in that Veep show, which she showed a lot of attitude and she was fun and whatever. So I'm like, okay, I like her. I like Kevin Bacon. I hate where this premise is leading me. But I'll give it a shot because it came out during like Halloween too. So it was like a horror movie. And I'm like, all right, I'll give this a try. This was the worst. It might be the worst movie that is out there today. It is so bad. The, the premise is exactly as bad as you would expect. It's, um, it's, it's a summer camp that Kevin Bacon runs taking kids that want to be gay and trying to turn them quote unquote normal. The that's actually a real thing. By I know the way. it is. It used I to know. be straight camp. I, yeah, straight, straight camp. camp. And of course, and spoiler alert for anybody that wants to watch they them. But I'm telling the I'm telling the ending. So turn it off now if you don't want to know. But uh, spoiler alert: um, Anna Klumsky ends up that she was once a student there, and Ooh. now now is the counselor that's doing all the killing. She's killing all the other counselors and all the other kids. Okay. It, it just, and it was, it was about as unpredictable as me telling you that the, that I was going to do the spoiler because it, <laughs> it, it was as obvious as could possibly be probably from about 10 minutes into the movie. And I still sat there for 90 fucking minutes to get to this horrific ending. Just miserable. How did she look in it? Look good. <laughs> well, at least it had that going. Yeah, I did have that going, but she was too dressed. 
They should have had, a, had her kill somebody around a, a pool or something where she's in a bikini or something. <laughs> you know, so, you know, service my cause for God's sakes. I need to see her. But so was yeah. she was she playing a gay character too, or like a self-hating well, person or they didn't really say that was the whole again, character development zero level. <laughs> I mean, just they just said, Oh, well, this is Molly. She works, she's she works in the in the office. <laughs> and that's oh, all man. we got. And then they would just they 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 never told anything about her history. They never said nothing about her. They just had her. The counselors would say, "Well, you we're doing this," and she'd be like, "Well, you shouldn't do that to them. That's not right." But they never told why she thought that or nothing. Just it it just sucked, dude. It it's was, such a struggle to find anything good to watch. Like I, I probably spend on average thirty five to forty minutes going through each thing. And the the yeah. funny thing is, our our remote. It's such a pain in the ass to like switch services. Okay, we have the talking thing. It has a little okay. microphone and you push yeah, the yeah. button. But if it, it, you have to say it like a robot or it doesn't know what you're saying. So like if I want to watch Netflix, I got to go Netflix. What do, you, what, like do you have, what do you have? A Roku or a? It, yeah, I think it is something like that. Uh, yeah. It is. Then put put the remote on your phone. Use the phone remote. Oh, works, well, I maybe works a million that. times better. This one I have to go peacock. No, no, no. Use the <laughs> use the use put the put the remote on your phone. But I just go through it, man, it's ridiculous trying to find something and, and nothing really that good has come out. Nope was probably the best movie I've seen. I'm gonna check out which the western one you're saying? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I'm gonna and write that down right now. The, the first four seasons are on Peacock and season five is on Paramount Plus. Okay. Which Chris was gracious enough to give me access to. Well, you're my brother. You're my brother. It's for family. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You know, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, Yellowstone, great. But you're right. There's just such awful TV right now. It's like, dude, and I try everything. I'll try. I tried that fucking horrible monsters that the Rob Zombie did. That was. You didn't like it. No, you didn't like it. Okay, Not I thought I wasn't going to like it, and it wasn't. I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, stop! <laughs> that was so, dude. That was like going to a costume party. It was so cheesy. You I think it's it hard good? just to get used to seeing it in color because that was like a black that, and white thing. That did bug me. I won't. I won't lie. That did bug me that it was in color, but it also bugged me. What bugged me the most was Rob Zombie saying, hey, if somebody offered you $50 million to make a movie, you'd do it too. Hell yeah. But, but he was kind of interesting. It was, it, was a pre, it was a prequel, not or not a prequel, but like uh, it was a backstory on the Munsters, which I thought was mm -hmm. interesting. So it was kind of like Eddie Munster's not in it yet, you know, yeah. and whatever. I hated it. I hated it. Did you it. know this little fact that Christy, her, uh, Christy Stevens' lady, Christy, yeah. her grandfather... Uh, designed the monster and the monsters that really? lived under the stairs. Like he designed all that. No kidding. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is I cool. I think I said that right. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I'll tell you what, it's cooler than being involved with the current monsters. <laughs> I'm going to say, if you, if, if you told me she was involved in that, I was going to be like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated that. I, I really hated this day, them. I hated uh, both of the last two Halloween movies that they debuted on Peacock. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, just stop it. Dude, dude there's really, I, I'll tell you what's good. 
that just came out a, a normal regular movie, I guess. And it's, it's very well hyped. And I will say it lived up to the hype was the top gun Maverick. Right. That did was you see good. My photo that I was at the top gun house yesterday. Yes, I did see that. Okay. Cause I do live right there. I, I could literally walk there. Uh, they, they've actually moved uh, this house. Initially it was a little closer to where I, I live, but they've moved it down the street a bit to preserve it. it okay. They've also changed the whole look of it too. Like right. I remember it being like a little yellow house or something. And it right. used to have like, dilapidated sign out front that had like Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis, uh, you know, that one shot where they're standing together and sure. or whatever the jets in the back. And they're like, this used to be that spot. And this was the house where in the original top gun, he banged Kelly McGillis. Right. And he's revving his motorcycle and down the strand. Yeah. And so that's actually where I, where I live. And so yesterday we had, we were out walking with the kids and they've turned it into a pie stand. A pie stand. A pie stand. Is that to so, represent Kelly McGillis now? <laughs> I guess, man. I don't know why it got turned into a pie stand. And not only that, but it's a it's a uh, just an egregious, absurdly priced pie shop. Yeah, thirteen dollars for a slice of apple. Come on over. Guess how much a pie costs there? Fifty bucks. Well, that's a little more than a cost, but but it was thirty five dollars or something. Still, it's not. Thirty-five dollars like, for what is a normal thing. what is a normal pie cost? Like eight bucks? Yeah, I mean there there's an expensive pie around here called Julian pies that come up from the mountain Julian, but they okay. try to charge some for. But otherwise, you know, uh, you know, pies shouldn't normally be more than twelve dollars for a yeah, whole. Yeah, I was gonna say if you go like to that. a rest or if you go to a grocery store or whatever, isn't it like eight, ten bucks, something like that? Yeah, yeah. I'm not if, a pie if, guy, but. Right. These are like pie lollipops that they sell. Well, first of all, they put a little menu out front of the place. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you have time to grab it, the photo or not. You probably What's don't. What's it called? It's, well, the photo I was going to say is on my, on my Facebook or oh, my, yeah, um, on there. Um, but they put a little, they put a little menu out there for the pricing. And so the one thing that does look affordable, if you had to buy the whole family, something it says slice pie or whatever, five, $5 and 55 cents. Well, what they mean is it's a little lollipop with a piece of pie on it. And it's like almost six bucks or something for that. And then if you were to buy like an entire pie, you'd be looking at, you know, $38 Jeez, plus tax. Uh, but the coolest thing is they put, a replica of the motorcycle that Tom Cruise drove in the movie. They keep um, right in front of this place. It's like mounted on the front. And so all the tourists uh, walking by. Yep. That's the place. There it is. Yeah, this is right on Pacific here, right? Like looking at the ocean or whatever, 216 right. Pacific. If you want to look it up on Google, Google Earth. <laughs> but uh so they moved that this is now the place and then um the bo the motorcycle you kind of see at the bottom right there and then i i i took a photo uh on it too because i i didn't realize you could actually get on this motorcycle like i first we took a picture like in front of it and then we saw the little kids like climbing on it i'm like shit i want to climb on it uh so i took a photo too nice on there but yeah 
<laughs> nice. Well, dude, that's cool. I, I did not realize that that was that close to you. I saw I saw the picture a little earlier today. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Did you watch the movie or no? The new I movie? Watched, okay, so on the plane on Delta, I did because I've just been kind of Tom Cruised out, if you will. Yeah, with you there. So I was really like putting it off and I know everybody's been excited about it, but I, it was like, I'd seen everything on Delta airlines at this point, And that was okay. the last thing left to watch. And so right. I started watching it and I'm halfway through it. And it is good. It is good. Yeah. I'm halfway. Don't ruin the ending, but, uh, he's now I'm at the, at least the part where, you know, he's called back in to train these people for this mission and he's out doing the training with them. I got yeah. about that far. And then my flight landed and I'm like, shit. <laughs> well it's on paramount if you want to finish it that's okay you know oh. it's 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 there it's on paramount it's it, it, worth worthy what for a mainstream movie in 2022 i'll take it because there's been so many movies that have just sucked ass you know right. e like i'm not part of my big problem with tv right now and i think you're in the same boat maybe not but i don't like superhero movies at all like that is not my that's mm -mm. not my thing. And that's what half the movies are now. Half right. of them are, you know, like I, I tried, tried to watch that Black Adam. The, oh. the, the Rock. The Rock, yeah. I got maybe 10 minutes into it and I couldn't take it. I was just like, this is fucking trash. You know, I was like, this is awful. And, and I like The Rock. You know, I'm a wrestling fan. I like The Rock, you know. Mm hmm but I smelled what he was cooking garbage. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was fucking awful. So I, so I didn't I, even have to watch it to know that. And they canceled him anyway. Like he, he pulled like some shit to even have that made. I think, you know what I mean? They, like they did. Marvel did not want that as part of the universe. And, and he's such a huge star. He's like, he, he made the phone calls necessary and threatened the jobs of whoever, and had the thing made anyway. And then from what I'm hearing, they're not going to continue to keep that in the franchise. Well, nor, well, I mean, if 10 minutes tells me anything, it's that they shouldn't because it's it's garbage. And and just all of it anymore, dude. These guys got to figure out how to... Two things have happened to Hollywood. Well, many things, but two that I'll report right now. Number one, these guys have forgotten how to create new characters. They're, they just don't. They're always looking to piggyback off something else to either either a reboot or create a character that's exactly like another character in another franchise. Just mm -hmm. rename them. They do that. And the other thing is with the with the growth of these streaming services, it really makes these writers not have to be disciplined anymore. They can write super long junk. And I'll point to the Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings thing. Right. I like the Lord of the Rings. That's the one place of fantasy that I can actually dig. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. I, I definitely will, will wear that proudly. I, I can watch all the Lord of the Rings and all the Hobbit movies, and I'm fine. And, I, and I'm not really a giant <laughs> fan, but I like those movies. So I tried the Rings of Power. Holy mother of fuck, was that boring. It was so boring and I didn't make it to the end, but I'm just thinking they could have cut this thing down into like a movie instead of a, a 10 part series or whatever it right. was. 
it could have been a, a two-hour movie or a three-hour movie. Which is all shows that they put on all these like new things. It seems like they're really pushing the series more than they are movies now, especially with their own you know self-made productions of these. Well, it's platforms. because that's how they're making money. They're, right. They're getting you, me, whoever. You know, like have you noticed that almost everything is not bingeable anymore? Everything right. is now on week a to week no, again. No binge. No yeah. binge. They don't want that anymore. Everything because they want to keep you. They want to keep you sucked into the fucking Tulsa King so that they can get paid for two and a half months for three months while they stretch the stupid Tulsa King out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they want to do. They don't want to, they don't want you to just sign up, spend six bucks, watch the whole thing and, and leave, which is what a lot of people do. Yeah. And I guess it's hard to keep the content coming when they just tweak out and watch the whole thing in one night, you know, yeah. or whatever and then it's a problem they're like all right we're just gonna give them little pieces of it and drag it out but the problem the real problem they have is i think people are still doing that they're just waiting to watch it now right people just you know it's not like the old days and and this is again hollywood music business are the same and that they don't understand their their own business Mm -hmm. you know in in the 90s you couldn't just wait and watch six episodes of seinfeld in a row you didn't watch it that night. Somebody was going to tell you what happened the next morning because you go to work and somebody be talking about it. Water cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Water cooler content. That day's done. Nobody watches TV. anyway. Nobody watches TV on the TV schedule anymore. Right. You know, nobody does. I mean, dude, even people that watch like, I don't know, the tonight show or something. I would bet you the number of people that watch the tonight show at whatever t- was at 1135. It comes on. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you that number is probably 10 times less than the people that watch it the next day at five o'clock on demand as they're co- as they're going home or whatever. Like our as show. It, like our show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do. We definitely, I mean, we've done pretty good numbers tonight, I'm assuming, but we will do 10 times the numbers that we did tonight during the week. Mm-hmm. We'll do 10 times the numbers because, because it's on demand. It's when, when it's convenient for them. Right. Some people are not available Monday at eight o'clock, <laughs> but they're, but they're available tomorrow morning at nine 30 in their car, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's, that's how it works today. It's, it's a weird, we're in a weird place with it, but the fucking business doesn't adapt to that at all. Didn't you, wasn't there something too like when breaking bad because that was one of the first like binging shows, what were the other shows mad that nobody was watching their shit? They were like, everybody's watching breaking bad and our, our ratings are shit. Yeah. So now maybe this way forces people to kind of delve into other shows. They might not checked out cause they got nothing. Their, their show is not going to be on again now for however time, bit yeah. of time. Maybe if these guys, if these guys, if they really want to do it right, you could put out a bingey show one a month. You only got to do 12 shows. Fucking Netflix. How many shitty shows does Netflix put out in a month? Right. I mean, and and for whatever it's worth, and all right, here's where I'm just going to sound straight racist and I don't care. <laughs> Stop putting out shit in Spanish. Uh, Stop it. Stop getting me hyped. Like, I can't get enough of Pablo Escobar. Right. I will watch anything you give me with Pablo Escobar, but I will not watch it in subtitles. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I know there's a Spanish version of Netflix. Release that there. Or right. release it Release it in a category that says en Espanol. 
Right. They need a gay category. They yes. need a Black Spanish voices. category. And let us please differentiate that at will. Yeah. I can't stand when I see, you, you know how it goes with Netflix. You go in there and they, and they show you immediately the top 10 or whatever, the featured right. 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I see something I really want to fucking watch. I did it today. This was not Spanish. This was American, but it still pissed me off. The number one thing in the in the um, trending or whatever thing they had was Bernie Madoff, the monster of Wall Street. Okay. And I'm like, I, I'm all into anything that's like reality based. Like I, I like that kind of shit. Sure. So I was like, oh yes, I'm gonna fucking put boom, clicked it, clicked it. It's just a trailer. Ah. Uh. And they're like, come back January 4th or whatever to watch the, the actual show. I could be dead by then. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you putting that in trending? It's not trending. It's not even available. Stop with the bullshit. You know, give, <laughs> stop wasting my time, Netflix. I don't really want to be on your app. I, I have really strayed away from Netflix. It's I like unrecognizable as anything. When it first started, it was the greatest thing because great. it had so mm-hmm. many old movies that were cool from back mm-hmm. in the day and I loved it. And then it just went to shit and then they started doing their own stuff. Uh, but I think we've lost it forever. And I what do you I don't know what you expect from when Microsoft takes over, but it can't be good. Can't be good, but I can't I don't think it'll get any worse. It's already it's already been horribly ruined by wokeism. It's been right. hard, dude. I, I mean, we've done how many shows have we done on the CMS just destroying shows for being, you know, the, the woke one day at a time and shit like that, where we just fucking murdered that show. Where's the network, though, that's going to put all the my favorite movies from when in the 80s when I was a kid that I never see them anywhere? Like, example, I was thinking of this movie the other day Dan Aykroyd, Dr. Detroit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's never on. Um, mm-hmm. There's tons of movies like that that uh that I wish could just be on just to remember you know my and, youth. And I'll bet you they're out there, but they're on fucking bullshit channels that you don't know. They're Maybe. on like they're like on popcorn flicks or you know shit, <laughs> shit like that. And, and I don't and I'm not I don't know anything about popcorn flicks. I just know it's a it's a real channel. It's right. something called popcorn flicks. But dude, I, I'm gonna be honest. For that kind of of entertainment. That shit is all over the free channels, the mm-hmm. Tubies, the um, um, Stir. Stir is a good one. S T I R R. Um, Stir, Tubi, uh, Pluto, Pluto TV, and uh, Zumo and Plex. Those are the big. And those five. are all free. Those free are all hundred percent free. Plex, oh, shit. Plex, Stir, uh, Pluto. Um, Zumo, which is X U M O, and um, Tubi, I guess, is the fifth one. But, oh, just talk Tubi? Yeah, talk Tubi, my other show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but th- those those have a lot of those old movies in them. And, the only, and I mean, they, they definitely have the commercials all jacked up into them. Sure, that's all right. You know, but I'm, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, Okay, I can pay ten bucks for this or, t- or twenty bucks for that or whatever, or I could just watch it for free and I could deal with the commercials. But it's better programming. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like another one that's free, Crackle. I don't know if you ever watched. Oh, Crackle. I know Crackle. I do have. I do have that. Crackle has a lot of great programming on it. Just yeah. lots of it. 
And and then the other one, and here's another one, since we're just talking TV and bullshitting at this point in this never-ending episode, but, <laughs> but I'll tell you one that is well worth the money to me. And you'll be surprised because it's it's pretty much thought of as like the the pay the pay version of BET, but the programming's excellent. Stars. Okay, yeah, stars. Stars is a it's cheap as fuck. It's like I think it's $49 a year or something. It's like dirt, dirt cheap. And um, I just pay the yearly because it's like 50 bucks. And um, they have like 10 shows that I watch. They have, first of all, they have a show on there called Power, which it's it's kind of the Black Sopranos, basically. All right. Which is, it's awesome. It is like Black so, Power. Yeah, well, I, I just... It's about a dude that he he's trying to go straight with a nightclub, but he's really the the New York's like biggest gangster drug dealer. But he's like kind of underground. Okay. And then his his partner his partner's this white guy that's played by um, Joe Sakura. That um, he was in um, the reboot of RoboCop. Right. He was the he was RoboCop in the reboot. Uh, he's in it, and then Turtle from Entourage is in it too as a bad as a bad attorney and really, really good show. And they spun that show off into like a bunch of other spinoff shows. They, they came out of that with ghost and force and um, what's the other one? Raising Canaan. Like they took all the characters and spun it all off into its own universe. And they're all awesome. All of those shows are great. Then they have another show called BMF, which is about the, um, the black mafia family. That was like the, that this this is like true true to life show. Um, do you remember BMF in the nineties? They were a rap label that put out no. Like, um, they put out like Lil Wayne and um, I only know Death Row. Well, Death Row and then and then Puff Daddy's label. This right. was after the Death Row stuff. This was after Death Row came like No Limit, which was Master P's label. Okay, right, no limit. Yeah, people, people remember that. And then there was BMF, which was the Black Mafia family, and that's when like uh, the big again the big one was um, whoever I just mentioned. God damn it, I can't even think of his name. Lil Wayne. Okay. Lil Wayne. I, I'm not into. I was. What? Not into, I wasn't into <laughs> any of the music that the Black Mafia family put out, but but I know it was a big label. But it was completely funded by their drug running operation in Detroit. A thousand percent run by like they they were and the thing about them was they were they were one of the few drug operations that ran without murder being attached to it they were not they 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 found a way not to have to kill each other to fucking run their run their drugs oh. and they and they were one of the biggest drug families in the country at one point and then they, of course, it went down, and now they're in jail, and blah blah blah. But, <laughs> but there's there's a there's a show on there about them as well, which is fa fascinating. And you know, I I love Stars. Stars has another one called The Pink, um, All right. or or what? Or that's the name of the club. the The name of the show is Pussy Valley or P Valley. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, Pink is. I was going to make a stupid yeah, joke. It's like, definitely, is that a, it's pussy? definitely a pussy. Like, well, joke. actually, no. The it's, show's called Pussy Valley. Yeah, it's called Pussy so. Valley, and it's um. Now that one, I will say, as much as I love the show, anybody that is really, really put off by um, social justice will hate this show because there's all kinds of gay and trans and um, 
you know, stereotyping and white guys are the devil. I mean, it's all every stereotype you could think of known a man is jammed into the show, but the show's great anyway. It's, it's, mm. it's basically following, it's following the, the life of these people that, that work at this really seedy, dirty strip club in like the swamplands of Louisiana. Oh, so it's really dark. And it's called dirty. the name of the club is Pussy Valley. Well, the name, the name of the club is the pink. The oh, okay. the, so where do they get, do you think the name Pussy Valley? Where does that tie? I think tie it in? was the name of the book that it was based out of. was okay. just Pussy Valley. Like, I think it's just a nickname for the town because the town has some big, long name. It's like Aliquippamica or something like that. It's some weird, long name like that. <laughs> and and I think that the nickname that they called it was just Pussy Valley because of that strip club. Wow. And and like even the show when they when they do the intro to the show, they show the the sign that says Pussy Valley and then the pussy part, the ussy shorts out, so it just says P Valley. Oh, but it's Pussy Valley. That's the the show is definitely called Pussy Valley. It's almost it's like weird the, they would go for that too. You think that would that would cause them not to be able to get as much exposure? Well, but or I problem. think that's why I think that's why they officially call it P Valley. P Valley. But it. I think it's officially called P Valley. But anybody who watches the show calls it Pussy Valley because they bang home the name that it's Pussy Valley. What's the show? Every time I see it, it looks like it says penis, but it's like says like like p uh it it's like weird how they how the font is on it man, mm -hmm. oh man i'm sorry what i brought that up without it? having it having what the actual name of the show it's like penile or p no it looks like it looks like penis but i don't know i'll have to look <laughs> it up for next time yeah i don't know i don't know that one but yeah i watched the shit out of stars because it's cheap it's 50 bucks a year you know, I mean, it's 50 bucks a year and it's 50 bucks well spent because it's there's at least five shows that I absolutely love on that on that channel. And for, you know, for 50 bucks, that's worth it. Netflix, I don't think there's five shows I want to watch on that channel. There's right. nothing on there anymore. Just and you're paying most even like Hulu's over 50 bucks a year, right? I mean, that's oh, yeah, Hulu's, Hulu's probably, you know, 90 to 100. Yeah, Hulu, dude. I I have some channels that I keep because my mom watches them still. Mm -hmm. And the two we just named are those two. You know, I I don't. I go to Netflix maybe once a month now. I go to Hulu almost never. I mean, really, almost never. You know, most of my watching these days is on Stars, or on Paramount, or on um, the free channels. Cause luckily they're all free to me because Susan pays for them. Well, there you go, perfect. There you go. It's the best, best way. <laughs> I love, I dude, I, I love, I, I mean, I'm a TV junkie. I've, I've said that a million times. It is my, my absolute vice. You know, people think I'm a music junkie, and I am. But if it's music or TV, it's always TV first. Always. I think you provided a great service to our listeners today because. It's hard to find good stuff, and you need to be told what's out there that's worth sure. a shit. And you saved them some trouble, man. No, I try to. That dude, I've been doing that with Chris Aiken Presents since since we started. You know what's a show you would probably like? You who, you know, likes to engage in the pot smoking. <laughs> yeah. There's a show on here. This is a this is a free one for everybody. And you can look it up on Chris Aiken Presents to see my whole review of it. There's a show 
it's uh, it's called Sprung. Okay. It's it's on Freevee, which is like Freevee, the off- Freevee right which there. is the offshoot of Amazon. Okay. It's the free version of Amazon, and they have a lot of good shows on there too, because like Bosch Legacy's on there too. That's a great show. But the show, you'll love this. Since we hated the premise of the of the Tulsa King so much, it's almost the same fucking premise. <laughs> the t- the premise is because of COVID, these two guys that were roommates in prison get let out of prison, as well as this girl that was also in the prison. And they the one guy was quote unquote dating the girl while they were both in prison by talking through a tube through the toilet uh-huh. to her. It's fucking retarded. We're totally ridiculous. How <laughs> do they come up with this shit? It, it's, it's beyond ridiculous. But then they get out and they find that they've been lying about what they look like and shit and whatever. But uh, but then the, the show, again, just like the Tulsa King, is guy gets out of prison after 26 years, I think. He's been in prison and doesn't know how to survive. Plus, we're in the middle of COVID. So you got all the COVID restrictions as well as, what is this? What is this brick that has light on it? I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know, it, it's but the difference is when this is what makes this one good over that one. Mm-hmm. This one is comedy. It's meant to be funny. Okay. They're they're poking fun at the COVID restrictions. They're poking fun at him being this stupid. That's okay now. Like apparently, you know, and uh, even last night we caught. Uh, you know, it sucked us. It was Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, Bill yeah. Burr, the comedian. Like, you know, they did like they did a preview of his jokes, and one of them sucked us in because he said something funny. He goes, <laughs> "In a relationship, there's there's two types of people: the ones that do the dishes and the ones that let them soak." <laughs> and that that got us because that's totally our fucking beef, right. me and my lady. Like, she's a soaker. Do you like Bill From Burr? What's that? Are you a fan of Burr? Uh, he's yeah, I think he is good, but you know, he was trying to take on the COVID shit. You know what right. I mean? He was trying to like kind of poke fun at both, play both sides of the fence. Right. Where, in my opinion, anybody who backed any of that shit's a fucking moron. You don't I have agree. to play both sides of the fence, Bill. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll you give know? you a Bill Burr one here. Why you got your pen out? Write this one down too. You'll like this one. And since you have the Roku. On the Roku channel, which for and tip for everybody listening who doesn't have a Roku, you don't have to have a Roku to have the Roku channel. You can have the Roku channel on an Amazon Fire Stick or an Apple TV or whatever. Bill Burr has a little show called Immoral Compass. Okay. And this is the way I think TV is going to end up. The, the episodes are all like, between four and eight minutes long. And he is a beaten down house husband. And it's just him sitting in his garage, bitching about his life for eight to 10 minutes in front of a camera as he gets home from work as like a mechanic or something. (laughs) So it's, it's, it's almost like it's a weird extension of F is for family. If you watch that on Netflix, right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that, but it's it's not animated. It's it's just him. And it's really just him talking to him like a delivering a monologue of sorts. Or... Yeah, yeah, but it's really fucking funny. Cool. Oh my god, I watched it. I I binged it in like an hour because there's like ten episodes. They're all like six minutes long. It's like an hour. Yeah. But but really, really, really funny. Good stuff. 
Roku channel is another channel that has a lot of good, a lot of good free stuff on the Roku channel too. Nice. I learned a lot tonight. I wrote down all kinds of shit. You said (laughs) Yellowstone. I'm going to watch that. We got all the free TV channels. Chris ran down for the fans. Plex, Stir, Pluto, Zumo, Tubi, Crackle, (laughs) Toilet Tube. Where you talk to your (laughs) prison. This is is what I do. I sit around watching TV all day when I'm working. So I, I, I literally know where everything is on all these channels. Chris Aiken does the work so you don't have to, folks. That's right. That's right. So that you don't have to fucking spend endless hours of your free time. (laughs) You can just keep a list like Eric does. That's like, (laughs) and and dude, do you find that there are shows that you just plain missed when they were on and you go back and watch them and they're fucking hilarious? Oh, yeah. I do do that. Dude, I did this with the Roku channel. I went back and watched that Two Broke Girls. Mm Mm-hmm. When it was on CBS, it looked terrible to me. I had no interest in it other than I thought Cack Dennings was really, really hot. Mm-hmm. Then I watched Two Broke Girls. That shit was funny. Oh, my God. It's like kind of dirty. Very funny. You know, I, I loved her character. And I just watched it. I was like, this. I watched like six seasons in like four days. Have you watched Hacks? No, what's that? All? Hacks Hacks is pretty good. Um, Hacks. Hacks is like a, a, a kind of washed up female comedian that, that used to be famous and she hires like a, a young woman to, to help her write jokes and stuff. And uh, it's just kind of, you know, in the life of type show, but it's pretty good. She's been watching it and I got kind of sucked into it. All right. I'll check it. It's on HBO. That's what I'm looking right now. It looks like it's on HBO. Yeah, and who's does it say the cast there? I know I'm terrible. Gene Smart, Gene, Gene Smart, Smart, Jen Statsky. Yeah, Gene Smart's pretty good in it. Yeah, Gene Smart wasn't she on like um was she on Sex in the City or one of them? I felt like she was on Sex in the City. I want to say that that she was. I don't want to misspeak on that, but she yeah. plays a kind of crass older comedian. It's like kind of hardcore, but it's good, man. Pretty good yeah. show too. Check out. It's- What's funny is I gave Neely mad shit about watching Sex in the City. Oh, like that I shows off. I, I gave him mad. I loved it. I, I ended up watching it, and then I, I watched like one episode, and I got sucked totally in. I watched like the entire series. I love such whores. All those chicks were just such shallow. Yeah, but whores. I don't want. But but that's okay. That's what I want to watch. I just kind of want to watch horrors being horrors. I should have liked the basketball wise that we just swing it all the way around. <laughs> Guilty. I like the horrors. What can I, I like say? It? Well, first of all, that what's her name? Um, Kristen Davis. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just yes. yes. All day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about Sex in the City was they made them out like they were four hot chicks and they weren't. They were one hot chick. Am I right? You, there was one. The other three were not hot. You know, um, the 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 old the old one that was you know the the whore and Porkies. She was no better. Whatever her name is, I don't know the one that was Samantha. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her real name is. I only know her as the whore and Porkies. I remember Sal, Sal or Jessica Parker. What's her name? Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Ugh. I remember her from Square Pegs. Yeah. Which- this was a punk rock Valley girl show from the early eighties. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, to me, she'll always be that chick, which is not sexy. She was a no. dork, you know, well, she's not sexy and sex in the city. Not at all. 
She's not sexy in that at all. Mm-hmm. And and then the redhead. Come on. That's that's rivaling Michelle Obama on dude status. I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Ouch. That's that is that is tough. That's Michael a, Obama. Yeah. And I don't know what that girl's <laughs> name is. And I use the word girl very loosely on that one, but Ugh. Yeah, it's three. That's that's the only part that really bugged me about Sex in the City is they put them up as these four hot chicks just running through New York, and it's like no, there's one. There's one hot chick running through New York with her three ugly friends. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, that that goes back to the old the old adage of the one hot girl that takes her ugly friends to the bar. Yeah, you know? so, so so that the cock block and make her look yeah. better. Yeah, exactly. That that's what Sex in the City was to me. But the one, the one that was hot was also the one that didn't want to date. That was the the brunette, right? The little brunette. Yeah, yeah the little brunette girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Chris, Kristen Davis. She was hot. The other three were not, but yet they they first of all they tried to play Sarah Jessica Parker as like super hot, and it's like Jesus Christ, she wouldn't be hot at the Kentucky Derby for God's sakes. <laughs> She's fucking not hot. She's just not hot. And then the other one, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Want to put a bit in her mouth? It's like Jesus Christ. And then the other one, again, and, and again, maybe it's I can't get past the stereotype, but all I remember her as is the loud moaner in Porky's. Mm-hmm. That's all she'll ever be to me is the loud moaner in Porky's. And then I remember my my parents like where my dad talking about, hey, have you seen the show Sex in the City? It's <laughs> like a porno. Yeah, I do. Like, I'm not it, watching. <laughs> it's dirty, but you know what it is like in a porno. It's like when you click on fucking amateur girl next door on Pornhub. That's what you're getting with Sex in the City because you're not mm-hmm. getting super hot girls. You're getting very amateur looking. And a lot of people like that. They find that less intimidating, whatever, yeah. different strokes for different folks. Yeah, that's it. You know, well, that is better than when you fucking click on some video with some hot chick and she's banging some dude with a 14 inch horse cock. And it's like, oh, why am I watching this? This Ugh. guy fucking, this is horrendous. I don't want to see this much of any guy. <laughs> it is making like young guys like not even like date or it just ruins them in some way. You know, it's, so accessible it was hard for us to get anything like that when we were young dude i i think that's why i have such a fascination with porn now is because because when i was a kid it was so hard to get i mean dude i can remember yeah you had forts in the woods and you'd you Mm -hmm. know dude we used to we used to take the remember the the plastic bags that the newspaper would come in when it was like raining or snowing or something right we would keep those bags and we would take them out to the woods so that we could put our playboys in them. Right. And then we would bury them so that nobody would come across them and steal them. I totally like remember we- that. Sh- I remember, I remember being <laughs> horrified by something because I, I was young and it was, we were in New Jersey and th- this was like a rough kind of place right, where right, I grew right. up. And I remember being in my single digits and there was some creepy dude uh, that we knew that had some, he was like, you know, there's always like the older kid. Yeah, yeah. It's like 15 and he's got all that shit. Mm-hmm. And he showed, he pulled out a magazine. This isn't going to make it to YouTube for long, but uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was called, uh, and I remember this, it was called X-rated shaved pussy. Nice. And 
and it was the first time I saw a vagina, and it was spread. And it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, and my, I was really horrified. I didn't know. I, it looked like um, what do you call that thing that, that hangs in your your tonsils or whatever? Tonsils, it looked like a tonsil right. or something. <laughs> Like a scary mouth of the fucking tonsil. It was just all like, and I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, right? Because we were like South Park, you know, kids nice. back then. And he, I think he still said what it was. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell one last story and we'll get the fuck out of here. We did three right. hours, if you can believe that. Jesus Christ. Did three hours with one break. <laughs> but so when I was, oh, 11 maybe 12 no older than 12 and i think it was 11 there was a girl down the street i had the biggest crush on in like fourth grade fifth grade named michelle and i went to her house one day like we used to hang out all the time and you know 11 years old by hanging out i mean literally hanging out hey mm -hmm. let's eat some cookies and you know and let's do our homework together and shit like that right <laughs> so I'm at her house one day and her mom, her mom leaves like you, and always, chaper always chaperoned, you know, but for whatever reason, her mom left this one day. So we literally get into a situation of you show me mine. I'll show you yours type deal. Oh, and I do. And she does, you know, she does first. And then I pull my dick out and I show her my dick, whatever. Not again, I'm 11 years old. There's not a lot of dick there at this point. Mm -hmm. she goes up onto the top of her refrigerator, climbs up on the shelf, like the, the counter. And on top of the refrigerator, there's a playboy or playgirl rather that are, that was her mom's. She opens it up to some fucking picture of some dude. It's like, yours doesn't look like his at all. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, I was so devastated. I was like, Oh, Meanwhile, she's showing me like some 26 year old guy's cock that's in fucking Playgirl. So, you know, it's like right. a 10 inch cock or something compared to my <laughs> two inch 11 year old dick. Oh. You know, I was like, oh, this is the worst. And I didn't even, you know, even if she would have wanted to do something at that point, I wouldn't have known what You're to do. You're demoralized already. She but goes, I was ah. like, oh, I'm deflated. You know, I, I don't have that. What happened to me? <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't have what he. Right. That's why it reminds me of that Sam Kinison bit he did like that where where you you know, your girlfriend you're watching some adult movie and she sees something and you're hoping for the answer, yeah. the right answer, which is oh, they make them bigger than you, but you never get that answer. Right. It's like, hey, you know, this guy's got a bigger one. And uh Sam I'm blowing this Sam Kinison joke. But uh <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh yeah. So, well, uh, maybe I didn't pee next to a nuclear power plant enough. <laughs> Sorry, you had to settle down with me and my little dick. You know, right. he makes these cricket sounds and shit. <laughs> was funny. He was funny. great. He was so funny. Sam was the best. All right, let's wrap this up, dude. Three hours. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> All right. Well, this was fun. We uh, we did this. <laughs> Last show of 2022, and yeah. really, please let everybody know about Chris Aiken Presents, and yeah. smash that like button, get some subscription, yeah. our show, all that. Yeah, and share it. Please share. We appreciate if it. If you enjoy the show, please share it, because we want to make this thing bigger and better, and we want way more people commenting and right, you know, doing all that good stuff. So, um, so yeah, good show. I definitely appreciate it. Um, 
for um, people that want to keep up with me and Eric, well, you can see Eric at what the whiskey, the whiskey this Friday, uh, December 30th. Stephen Piercy playing all the hits, laying it down, going round and round. Way cool, Junior. And you'll have nothing to lose if you go there. Because <laughs> you'll be back for more. That's right. There'll be no lack of communication that night, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you think you're tough. <laughs> oh, I'm out of the cellar, man. I might as well be. <laughs> we do this all night. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Only because you're a wanted man. So that's right. You know, won't be slipping to the lip of that night. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. And I, of course, will be um, on New Year's Eve. Anybody that wants to um, wants to participate, Neely and I will be doing the first ever drinking show. And oh, I say shit. drinking show because Neely never drinks. Um, well, I'm listening to this one. <laughs> well, you can participate if you want to. We're going to not only are we going to do a shot every half hour as well as whatever else we're drinking during the show but we are going to do a shot of of whatever every half hour and <clears throat> we are going to post the link to the show in the on the scroll on the bottom and um we will be taking quotes comments um if people want to do a shot with us we'll we'll invite you to do a shot with us on the screen we're going to make it just an interactive fuck-off show. I'm going to tell you now, it's not going to be very well organized at all. <laughs> and it's probably not going to be the best show that you'll ever catch of the CMS. But it will be fun, and um, I'm looking forward to it. So that is New Year's Eve. And then Eric and I will be back on the 2nd. That's right. right? I think the 2nd. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Plenty to do. And, of course, Chris Aker presents um, there are – couple of interviews that are dropping this week. I know one is a band called Kill Ritual. For the life of me, I don't remember. Let me see. I should tell you who. I should probably be, dude, I should probably be able to promote my own fucking dumb show. Um, on the 30th is Kill Ritual. On the 26th, that would be today. Oh, no, on the 28th. On the 28th is uh, Sammy Pierre Douay of the band Goat Whore and... Um, He's been in all those NOLA type bands. The you know, he's he's in involved in that whole down crowbar world. Okay. So he's he's talking about his um his band or his new album, I think it's called Hung on the Arches of Angels, I think is the name of it. It's real heavy. All right. Real heavy shit. So check that out. Sammy Pierre Douay of Goat Whore on Wednesday, Kill Ritual on Friday. Uh, Neely and I on Saturday, Eric on Friday. If you want to get out of the house, you LA peoples. And that's that. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Happy new year, everybody. Have a safe one. All right, people. And until next time, it is Eric. It is Chris. And this has been Chris Aiken presents. See ya. <laughs>